Hello, this is Jeff Algilberts. I want to welcome you to my Facebook Live call tonight with a question, how can you increase your value? And for those of you that do not know me, I've been involved in network marketing now for 40 years. I share a lot of what I've learned in my journey on these live calls. I started in this business totally broke. I had to sell a junk truck for $400 to put $200 into my business just to get started. Since then, I've been living off residual income for the last 26 years. So if that appeals to you, keep listening. And I'm gonna give some acknowledgement out uh, to some friends joining. Daniela, what's going on? Nice to see you. You can say where you're from if you would like. JJ, how are you doing? <clears throat> nice to see you. Uh, yeah, I, I'm a little late tonight. Uh, my son said, Daddy, the Wi-Fi is not working. you got to restart it. <laughs> hey, Thomas from Minnesota. Nice to see you. Uh, oh, hey, Robin. Hey, Robin. Good. To, <laughs> yeah, nice to see you as well. And then who is it? Uh, Yoshika, was that? Uh, don't have my glasses. Eureka. Okay. What's up? Nice to see you on the call. I hope everyone is having a fabulous Monday, getting the week started, and you got some great things planned for your business this week. I hope that's the case. I uh, always love just getting the week off. I think Mondays are very important because that really you know, determines the whole outcome of the week, is what you plan on Sundays for Monday, and then that's it, and then you just stay on that roll. Anyway, so uh, hopefully won't, I won't have any more Wi-Fi issues, but that's what slowed me down getting on the call tonight. Anyway, so um, I'm going to talk about tonight how you can increase your value and why, that, why that's important. You know, let's face it, you know, when people join, and this should be the reason, when people make a decision to join you in the business, they're joining you. They buy you before they buy your company, before they buy your product. If that's not that way, um, then there's a lack of leadership. And we see that uh, in, in the case of some people who have large downlines, but it was a company who came out with a product that had great appeal, and so it grew very quickly, but their leadership did not grow. As a result, later, uh, that leader found out he didn't have any influence whatsoever with his team, and it was very difficult to grow any further. So that's the reason why when we talk about, uh, you know, the, um, let me get this fixed, increasing your value, why that is so important. Hey, Renee, you know, for some reason, I wasn't seeing everybody on just yet. Hey, Shirley from Hong Kong, nice to see you. Danielle, my French friend, bonjour. George from uh, New York City, Rocio, nice to see you. Kelly, what's up? Good to see you. I wonder why I wasn't seeing anybody show up just now. Um, and so, and Hillary, nice to see you. And so, um, you know, it's so important because you might remember the uh, quote, and maybe not, uh, but if you haven't, then, then value this. And if you've heard it, think about it again. But uh, I remember it said many, many years ago that you need to work harder on yourself than you do your team. 
And when I first heard that, I thought, well, that's the craziest thing I ever heard of. <laughs> you make your money from your team. I'm going to work on my team, man. Uh, later, I got it. I finally got what that meant. And it, it was talking about personal growth, your leadership. You know, that your leadership, your personal growth will mirror your income, whatever your income is. And so if you want to grow your income, you have to grow you first. So when we talk about increasing our value, that's very important to do that. Yet alive from Northeast India, nice to see you. Um, it's very important to do that. So you have to work harder on yourself than you do your team. But then I wanna go a step further and, and talk about tonight, uh, I wanna talk about, hey Gabby, nice to see you. I wanna talk about things that we do that diminishes the value. See, you can work harder on yourself than you do your team. You can go to, you know, Anthony Robbins events, go to the Date with Destiny. You can go to GoPro Mastery or with Eric Quarry or Ray Higdon and Jessica Higdon's events like we just had um, in Florida just a few weeks back. You can go to all those events, but then we can still do things that will undermine the value that we just, that we just gave ourselves things that we wanted to uh, implement that would really help with our leadership, help with our influence. So those are the things that we have to watch out for. So the short answer in how do you increase your value, the short answer is be less available. Yeah, be less available. If you wanna become more valuable, be less avail available. And less available to who? Well, that's what we're going to talk about tonight. And uh, hey, uh, Carissa, nice to see you. So, you know, we, we live in this, you know, and we've heard it, you know, said many times from many trainers that, you know, that, that our team is very important and it is very important. But we have this assumption that we have to be always, uh, you know, in order to increase our value, we always have to be giving more of ourselves all the time. Just giving more, putting out. Uh, you know, maybe making, you know, just, you know, being the solution to everybody's problems. It's like, it's like we, we set this thing up where we're the answer for every question. Or we know the answer to every problem out there. Or when it comes to a presentation, there's nobody that does it better than you. Uh, when it comes to, you know, just selling whatever you sell, if you're selling, you want to sell that opportunity, you want to get that person to join, there's nobody that does it better than you. So why would any of your downline leaders even try, man? I mean, come on, you, they want to make sure they're going to get this person. So they're thinking, oh, I'm not as good as her. So I'm going to go to her and say, Hey, can you help me out? I, I on a three-way call, I'm just going to put them on the phone and you just sell it. So that's the problem with that. So, it, 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 and, and understand this, it's rooted in either two different things, uh, two different areas. It's rooted in either ego, ego because maybe we seek self-glory and that's why we set it up that way. Now we would never say or admit that to ourselves maybe that we're an e egotistical person most people that have those issues don't admit to it, right? It's like the people in prison. They're saying, well, I'm not supposed to be here, really. I didn't do anything. <laughs> okay. 
That's true for Facebook prison too, by the way. <laughs> but but it, but it's really rooted in ego, and and that is because some people come into this profession emotionally needy, emotionally needy. And they didn't get enough love from their mother, okay, or whoever, and so as a result, they crave constant attention. So they are going to do everything for their team, everything for their team. Uh, these people are generally not systemized because they don't want to be systemized. It's a, it's a one-man rock show, just showing up and doing the entertaining. But there's nothing in terms of a system or learning units or videos that have trainings on specific areas that they need to master. No. The one-man show wants to always show up and demonstrate that because, again, it gives that attention. So, so again, now I'm not beating up on anybody here. I'm just saying if we see that we're that way, and it's not your fault if it's that way, a lot of people get injured, bruised, damaged in life, and they come in this profession, and they're just that way, but they just don't know it. So... We just have to work on that. There's nobody perfect here. Nobody perfect here. But one thing is for sure. If you want to increase the value, your, the value in yourself or the perception of that value, you can't be seen as imperfect. So, so, so first it's rooted in, uh, in, in ego. But here's the other thing. But the other one is not selfish. The other motivation, the reason for it, is not selfish at all. Matter of fact, you, you may know these people. They might be in your upline. You might be one. Or you might have some in your downline. You know, the ones that want to love on their people. They want to pour that love on their people. Oh, I love my downline. I love my team. They're so precious to me, precious to me. And so just like a, a parent that spoils their children... They do everything for their downline. They don't want them to do anything. You know, they just spoil them, spoil them. And, and, and so they really just pour on that love and pour on that love. So, so one comes out of ego and then the other comes out of the opposite. It's, it's, it's totally unselfish. The motivation is great, but it's problematic. And that's what we have to understand with teams when we build teams. If we don't want to diminish our value and we want to increase our value, then we have to pay attention to these areas. Make sure that we're not ego-driven, where we want all that attention, or where we're just so loving and, and self-sacrificing. And I mean, we would die for our downline, right? Oh, I want to, I just want to die for my downline. <laughs> okay, that's not productive and that's not going to help. So... So that's the thing that we have to, you know, here's the problem is that, again, it's like parents raising children. And yes, I'm guilty of this, okay, because I, I love our kids. So, you know, it's just like it's hard for me to say no to anything. It really is. I just, you know, it's, I'll, I, I, you know, I have people say that, now, Jeff, don't spoil your children. I'll say, oh, okay, well, what does that mean? I should be cruel. I should let them just stay in a state of want. Uh, let me think, what should I do if I'm a good parent? You know, it's very confusing, okay? But, and maybe you can make, leave some comments about that, okay? You experienced parents. But, hey, good morning, Gary from Manila, Philippines. Good to see you. Uh, so that's the thing. So 
what we have to do is just just understand that if we want to increase our influence with our team, we can't operate in either area, either by ego or either by, you know, just spoiling them, loving on them and all that. Think about this, though. I mean, um, uh, you know, if you have a relationship with someone or let's say you're married, uh, let's say that you got a you got to go away for a week you have a job assignment or there's something you got to do I know with me sometimes I travel and uh, and I go to the other side of the uh, of the the earth you know maybe I'll go to the Philippines or somewhere like that and I'm away from I'm away from let's say my family and during that absence how does that affect me how do you think it would affect you well, obviously, I start thinking about the family, and I start thinking about memories, and I start missing their, you know, hearing their voices, being with them. The depth of appreciation, did it go up or did it go down? It went up. And when I came back, it was like finding a lost treasure, right? And you're so glad to have it. You ever look for something that was so important, you could not find it? And you finally found it. And then how did you feel? And coming back can be like that. Now, what, why am I saying that? I'm saying that has to do with your relationship with the majority of your leaders in your team. And that's what I'm talking about. If you're always there, your value diminishes. If you're not always there, then they have to what? Grow up. They have to grow up and grow out of your sphere of influence. They have to take on that role themselves and be leaders. That's the important thing. So separation is a very important thing. It really does help. So being there constantly for them is not a good thing. And then here's the other thing. I hate to say this, but it's true. Uh, and it's not in a dirty way, but they lose respect for you if you're always there. If you're always there, they lose respect. It's like telling children that you've spoiled for years. Uh, you know, now, Johnny, I want you to clean the room. Now, Johnny, I want you to work out in the yard. Uh, it, you know, things that they never did do before because you did it all for them. And they're like, what? What are you doing telling me that? Uh, I don't do that. Uh, you do that. And that's the attitude. That's the problem we have. Again, it's if you want to have effective downlines, then it's, it's like trying to raise children the right way, right? That's the key. So, wow, there's, there's Michelle. Hello. Hello. Hey, sweetie. Prashant, nice to see you. Good to see you. So that's the thing. So, so and here's the, you heard that uh, statement said, familiarity breeds what? Familiarity breeds contempt. There is truth in that, friends. There's truth in that. When your downline knows everything about your family, they know all about your business, when they know all about your problems, your value is diminished greatly. Greatly. So those are some thoughts to think about. And so, you know... Uh, what we have to understand is as much as you love your leaders and you love the people in your team, you've got to set boundaries. You've got to set boundaries. 
I mean, you're going to have your favorites. Everybody has their favorites. Now, you, you love them all, right? But you have your favorites. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with having favorites. And it's okay to have those favorites uh, even come to your home, stay at your home. That happens at my place here. And, and uh, spend special time. Usually those are your key influencers in your business. In your business. And of course they know a lot about your personal and I do, my, I do my influencers as well. I know a lot about their lives. But we're both mature enough to understand what that means. You see, here's the thing. I mean, we all understand that we're imperfect people, right? Everybody's imperfect. I don't care what your pin rank is in your company. You're imperfect. But with the majority of your downline, you cannot be seen imperfect. You cannot. If you do, your value will diminish. And that's because they're not mature yet. They're not mature leaders yet. And that's the reason why you just can't open up and just love on them and let them know all your problems and all that. When you do that, you have really shot your leadership. It's really true. Matter of fact, I, I, I can tell you training systems that, I've, uh, that I was involved with many, you know, decades ago, uh, you know, that unless you were at you know, if you were, let's say you were at the top of your company, your, your, your rank position, okay? Uh, the only people that could hang around you were either the next position to that, the one under it, you know, or your exact position. And that was it. They would, they would never allow you to get in their circle. And that is one of the main reasons why they do that, is they want to protect their own leadership, they don't want their value to diminish, and at the same time, they want people to grow up and get on with it and get ranked up and achieve those goals. But if they see their top leaders as being imperfect and, think, you know, and the value has diminished because the familiarity is there, they've just shot their leadership. So it's something to think about. Um, so the thing about also with that familiarity is again people become critical they become critical and you can spoil the chance of some really great people uh, doing great things growing a team and all that if we open up our doors and just let them know more about our lives too much about our lives so the one thing that you want to do is build mystery build a firewall around you with the majority of your leaders it's really true. You know, you think about it, we're supposed to do that with our Facebook page, right? Uh, we've been told that, you know, don't, don't talk about your company. Don't talk about your products. Okay, what, why? Because you want to build the mystery. And then people get curious when you're putting out value. And then they say, wow, you know, what company are they in? You're looking all over your page. I don't see a company. I don't see anything and all that. Right. The principle is true with your team. It's important that you protect the image that you project. I'm not saying be a false person or anything like that or be a phony. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is just understand people, uh, the, the principle of familiarity and the problems it brings with it is that it's going to diminish your value in their eyes. Once that happens, you don't have influence. Is that a good thing? It's not a good thing. So you need to have that influence with your leaders. So it's very important to, to work on that. You know, so 
And I, and I think that's one reason why, you know, like top leaders have inner circle groups. They want to be, you know, like Ray has the, uh, Ray Higdon has the top earner club. And so there are certain requirements that you have to meet to be in that group. Um, but we all, when we're in that group, we all talk about some of the challenges we go through and then what we do to fix it. It's problems that people that of lower rank are not going to have those problems yet. Later, later, if we don't violate these principles of familiarity, then we're going to be okay. So keep in mind that, uh, and here's some action steps to keep in mind, and that is remember that you need to give your time to people that earn it, not people that need it. Everybody's going to need your time. They're going to need you to do the presentations because you're so great. They're going to need you to do the prospecting because you're so great. Uh, it's like somebody messaged me the other day and said, hey, one of my downline, she was supposed to get a check and it didn't happen and we need to know why. Could you call the company and uh, let us know? <laughs> I thought, what did I do wrong? <laughs> what did I do wrong? You mean I got this far, 40 years, and I'm, and I, I get those kind of questions? Okay, I mean, I said, no, I don't do that. I don't do that. You call them and you ask yourself. Oh, she tried, but uh, there was something wrong with the phone number. I said, I've been calling that phone number for 20 years, nothing wrong with it. Unacceptable. I will not do that. See, again, if I was to do that, my value would diminish. Uh, I mean, it would crash. Those things you don't do. You don't do the legwork. Because, again, you're going to give your time to people who earn it. Now, what do we mean by earn it? That means they go to work. That means they're doing what is required. And they're doing it on such a level that most people don't do. In other words, those are called your leaders. The others are energy suckers, okay? They're going to zap your energy. They're, gonna, they're, they're time uh, suckers too. They're going to take that time from you, that time that you should be given to, giving to people that are producing. All the time is being given to the wrong people. It needs to be given to the producers, not the whiners. Do you want winners or do you want whiners? What do you want a, a team made of? Winners or winners? I want winners. Winners is going to get you to where you want to go. But if we have to baby, you know, just thumb-sucking babies, you know, whiners all the time. Ah, I don't know why she didn't get a check, you know. Uh, no. So you've got to set it up right. And that's the important thing to understand. I mean, people are going to want your time to be, you know, sounding board for their excuses, you know, why they don't have time for the business or why they're not being successful, you know, things like that. Most of the time, and this is what I found to be true, is that most of the time we're working with the wrong people. And that has been my experience. And then I finally realized I don't need to work with this person anymore. This person is not going to apply the disciplines of success. They're just not going to do it. So look at it this way. And, and this is the way I want you to understand this, okay? When it comes to who you're going to spend your time with, 
Look at the principle of dating. So think about that time, and I don't know when, how far back, whenever, just think about it. When you saw somebody that was, oh my gosh, I mean, you'd almost pee in your pants if you could go to take that person out on a date and just feel them in your arms and, oh, you know, the romance, oh my God, I would die for that person, okay? You know what I mean? <laughs> so think about that time. Well, here's the thing, but you're very, you want that person really bad. But you know if you throw yourself at that person, what's going to happen? Your value is going to be diminished. And then he's going to think or she's going to think, hmm, well, she must not be that hot or that good or, you know, she wouldn't throw herself at me like that or he wouldn't throw himself at me. So what do you do? You do the opposite because you know this is going to give you the result. You only go so far. You acknowledge that person, but you play what? Hard to get. Hard to get. That's what you have to do with your leadership. And actually, that's what you have to do with your prospects, too. If you get the right mental posture in the business, in this business, if you want to attract the right people, then you have to have the right posture. And it can't be, I'm available. That's the worst thing you can do. You need to not be available so much. That's the key. So, so just like dating, you want to play hard to get. So here's some, uh, you know, <laughs> here's some action steps on that. So for people to get your time, you know, they, they are going to have to be the people that are stepping up and they're doing the action steps. In other words, they, they're doing what they should be doing in the business. Uh, these are going to be the people that are always calling you and they're telling you all the great things that are is happening in their business. I mean, they might be new people, um, but even, you know, just getting started, they sponsored their first distributor. Great. Awesome. Or, or now uh, they, they're, they're just like a, a thousand points away from hitting the first, you know, first rank in the compensation plan. But they're doing, they're doing, they're making the efforts. Now, it doesn't mean that they're always getting their results, though. See, we have to value those people who make the efforts but also don't get the results. I mean, let's face it, it just happens. I mean, some people can come in this business and hit a rank, hit the first rank position, first 30 days. They happen to know some good people. Congratulations. I think that's awesome. Another person came in, didn't know, you know that many good people. Uh, it was going to be a slower start, okay? But man, he or she is grinding at it. So again, it's not based just on results, but certainly people that are getting results, we want to give them our time. Those are the people we're going to give our time to. But anytime somebody's showing up and they're doing the grind, I'll, I'll get in there and get dirty with them. And wouldn't you? That's what you should do. You should help them out for sure. Give them your time. It's, 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 it's important to do that. And then um, the people that are, let's say, showing up, they're showing their dedication. They're really proving that they are a leader. What should you do with people like that? Most of your time is going to go to people like that. See, a lot of times we think that our time should go to the weak our time should go to those who are going nowhere. Uh, not, we would never give our time to those who are going somewhere. 
You know, in other words, they're they're going, they're ranking up. Their intention is to go to the comp to the top of the compensation plan and become a superstar in your company. So we think, oh, well, they're because they're they're a leader, they're a superstar already. They have superstar intentions. They don't need my time. No, it's the opposite, because there's a greater amount of work in that team going on versus people who are not really working. And, and that's, that's the problem with most people is that, you know, we heard the 80-20% rule, right? That 80% of your uh, production is done by 20% uh, of your uh, people, then 80% of your uh, organization is only doing 20% of the production in terms of building, right? But what we find is we give 80% of our time to those 80%ers who only do 20% of the production, but we give 80% of our time. And that's the thing we got to look at. That time has got to go to our producers and say, hey, hey, John, hey, man, you're doing awesome. I can't believe how you're growing. Look, you, where can I help you? Who can I help you with? Uh, who do you want me to talk to? Oh, well, man, thanks for asking, really. I've got two people right here. You know, they're, they're getting close to a, a breaking rank. I think they need some encouragement. Hey, man, I'm on it. I'm on it. Who are they? Uh, and that's it. And then you just jump right in, reach out to them. Hey, Debbie, I just spoke with John. I can't believe what he told me. You're that close to rank. Wow. And you've just been with us just for this period of time. And I think that's totally awesome. What can I do to help you? What can, see, that's taprooting, isn't it? That's taprooting. And that's what drove my organization from here to China. Three legs, 700,000 members from here to China. See, that's what we have to do. We have to give 80% of our time to those 20%ers that are doing 80% of the production in terms of team building, building an organization. And most will do it the, the, the opposite. They're going to go and give it to the people who are not putting in the time. They're just not applying the disciplines of success. So that's the, really the second thing. And then here's, um, here's the other thing, though. Having said that, don't just give your training time to your influencers. Influencers are people, again, who find, uh, who sponsor people. Those people sponsor people and those people who sponsor people, right? Uh, influencers are the ones who drive that production, okay? Make yourself available just on, and this is an action step, on training. Uh, on, you can, like a Facebook Live like this. You can do that in your Facebook group. You set a day at least once a week, at least once a week if you can for your team, and then give them that training that they need. Whatever it is you want to talk about, but it's open to everybody. You don't have to be a special rank, you know, f you know to, in order to have that. So that way, people, uh, again, you're staying on the other side of the law of familiarity. You're not going to allow, allow them, you know, you know, into your inner world or your life yet, okay? You're, you've put a firewall of mystery around yourself. And, but at the same time, your persona comes across. They get a sense of your character what you're about, things like that. They ooh, they ah, you know, and they think you're the most awesome thing. Again, they see you as perfect, right? Uh, it, it, it's very important to, yes, do Facebook Lives or trainings and connect with those people. Very important to do that. But when it comes to your inner circle, your inner influencers, 
you can have a you know do a I recommend you do a zoom call once a once a month and then and then just talk about ideas ways that you can grow uh, maybe company announcements things that are coming do you have a convention coming up when is that convention what are the plans are you gonna have any contests uh, pre-contest contests things like that those are you know you can discuss those things in your inner circle your influencers the people that that your value is not diminished even when they see you imperfect because they have that maturity as leaders so that's that's the thing but and here's one thing I caution you against don't do one-on-one -on -one training with people who are not your producers it's a total waste of time you know do that training in your in your Facebook group and you can do a Facebook live to those people that's where you do that you do your training um, and then here's the one thing that you want to you want to teach them to be independent and learn how to answer their own questions how would you do that in your Facebook group you should have learning units like if I just joined you uh, what what do I do what what do I do what um, how do I get started what do I do okay you should have a let's get started video and then in that short video with probably no more than three or four steps it's gonna tell that new person uh, you, you can direct them right to the learning you said go to learning unit one and it should be one not learning unit five they should never have to scroll it should never be that hard to find that should be the very first thing at the uh, learning unit one and it should be right at the top okay then maybe the next one is about your products okay how do you explain them or what what are they about or you know what so the thing about it is you have to teach people again you don't want to set this thing up where everybody's coming to you you want to set it up where they're going to a system you want them system dependent not people dependent system dependent not people dependent you want them going to learning units in your Facebook group to learn you know the very things that they're asking questions about and that's it and sometimes you know when somebody asks me a question you know it's you know it's like you know and and, and you're gonna always have common denominator questions that frequently come up they're always gonna come up uh, what can you what advice can you give me to help me be successful <laughs> I get that one all the time okay uh, so here's the thing what I never do is I never answer the question because the minute I answer the question I'm setting this thing up as I'm the expert okay oh and they, they may think I'm the expert but here's the thing I I'm gonna show that the system is the expert go to the system so I'll just message I'll say here you go watch the video <laughs> just send them the link so you got to get it to that point where where that you have enough video trainings in your learning units in your Facebook group that cover the most commonly asked questions that's the key I'm not saying have a thousand videos I'm not saying that or even a hundred I'm not saying that I'm talking about common things that come up and they're not gonna be a lot but whatever they are you need to be systemized in your Facebook group for that so so that's the thing and then here's the thing that keep in mind you can also apply this uh, increasing your value by not being available 
you can also apply that principle when it comes to even when you prospect. For example, when you've reached out to people who have not reached back, uh, maybe uh, you know, you've reached out and they have not answered you, either by leaving a phone message or a Facebook messenger message, um, then give it a week and then reach back out and handle it this way. Hey, John. Hey, man, I want to really apologize. Uh, I haven't been able to get back to you. Uh, you know, I've just been so busy. I've got so many great things. I cannot believe how great my business is growing right now. I mean, it's, it, it's exceeded my imagination. I still want to talk to you about it, though. I, I have some time, John. I have some time this week, uh, but I, I, I'm sure I could squeeze in some time. Uh, let me know what day and time you're available and if I can meet you then or talk to you then, 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 then let's try to do that, John. See, make it look like you're struggling because you're so doggone in demand and that, hey, John, it's a privilege if you even get on the freaking phone with me, okay? <laughs> and that's the way, it comes across in a nice way though, right? But they get the message that you're in demand, again, Fear of loss, oh my God, why is his or her business doing so good? What am I missing out on? Maybe, I, maybe I'm missing out on something. Yeah, see again, but if we're always available and every day, hey John, um, yeah, no, I left you a message yesterday, so I'm trying you again today, and okay, so you're not here today, so I'll call you tomorrow, John. <laughs> wow value has crashed what a difference what a difference you understand what i'm saying here okay and it, it reminds me of a man one time uh uh when uh you know after i was following him up and he was in a he was he'd been a networker for years and so this was many years ago but i'll never forget it. after i shared some information i followed him up and he said to me well if you think i'm your man and I'm the one that's going to make you rich. And I just looked and I smiled. And I went, thank you. Thank you. And he said, what? I said, well, I, I, thank you. I mean, my sponsor told me if I went out and got 100 no's, I'd be a very rich man. And you put me that much closer. Thank you. And then he said, well, Wait, I, 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 don't, I don't mean no, I mean, what? can you explain this more to me? And I looked at my watch and I said, I have a little time. <laughs> Posture. Yes. It's, you know, it's like giving somebody a gift and then you took it back. And now they're crying, they want it. Yeah, that's exactly right. So... Those are some things to just remember. Remember, there's no value in free. There's no value in free. Unless, you know, unless you're, you know, I mean, if you're always throwing yourself and you're always available and you're not playing hard to get, you're just so available to people. You're, you're going to lose the respect of your team. Uh, also, prospects won't see value in that. You know, don't do that. Maintain a very strong posture. Maintain, uh, uh, you know, a you know the kind of life 
that people should just dream of wanting to achieve, okay? At the same time, keep ego out of it. Keep ego out of it. Again, you want, you, you, you're, you're going to give your time to people who earn it, not people who need it. The ones who earn it are your influencers. Those are the people that you're going to bring to your home. They're going to stay over. Like I have mine, you know, many that come here. Um, and, 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 and we have fun and we do things together and all that. You know, we play hard, we work hard. That's what we do. So I hope you got some value out of this tonight. I'm glad you're able to get on this call. And uh, I really appreciate all you guys showing up. Uh, but you, you know, just that's it. Just understand this. If you're still building a team and you say, well, Jeff, I'm just not at that level yet. Uh-huh. No, 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 no. You're, you're never going to grow to a rank level unless you take that kind of posture. That's what you have to understand. You don't get this posture one day when you woke up and you had the trophy in your hand and uh, you're at the top rank of the company. Then you get that posture. It doesn't work that way. It's the opposite. You never get to that rank level unless you develop this posture. So you got to make yourself bulletproof. That's the thing. So that's what, you know, when I prospected people, I didn't look hungry. I looked like I was well fed. Like, I don't need anything, okay? Uh, you want me to help you? Uh, I'll be glad to help you. You want your life changed? You want me to show you a roadmap to success, uh, you know, to get you to where you want to go? Yeah, I'll help you do that. But in my mind, I've already arrived. So I'm not in a state of want. I'm not in a state of want. You know, if anything, you know, there's, you know, every month I might say, okay, what charity am I giving to you? You know, I love that kind of stuff. That's fun. But I'm just saying, you know, that's just understand that posture begins when you make a decision that you are going to be the incredible leader you were destined to be. And then you're going to start developing your posture. And then that posture has to be respected by your downlines. But if you make yourself available and, and that's it, or you want to be controlling and have everybody to come to you for everything and later they're going to hate you for it because they're going to want their own leadership it's going to backfire it's not going to help you at all now put 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 a firewall around you put boundaries around you and then allow in your world those people who earned it and 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 then that'll be an example to the others that hey we got to step up we got to step our leadership up so thanks again for getting on this call. I hope that uh, everyone is having a great evening. Warren, good seeing you, man. <laughs> Warren's a good guy, man. Bought me a glass of wine one night in Utah. See, Warren, I, I didn't forget that. It's funny how you don't forget those things. Hey, Billy, nice to see you. And um, Alina, nice to see you. That's right. You don't want to be a babysitter. That's exactly right. Uh, Jody from Alabama, nice to see you. So everyone... Everyone, I uh, love all you guys. Thanks for being on the call. For those of you in Asia, your day's beginning. And for those of you in North South America, have a great evening. I'll see you tomorrow night. Bye-bye.